Hey guys, another episode of Thumbsticks and Bottle Caps. Jazz Hands here and... Me. <laughs> Adam. It's Adam. That's his name, I think. Uh, so, first up, our last episode did not do so well. Eh. I posted it on Music Fest weekend. Yeah, it's Memphis in May. It's, it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough going. So yeah. you know, but I don't think a lot of our target audience is down at Barbecue Fest. You never know. Which never is know. actually our target audience is everyone. And uh, Dave Grohl is down there. Yes. This uh this year, a friend he's of been, mine got to meet him. Ah, oh, I bet he's so cool. And he retweeted or, or regrammed or whatever you want her Instagram picture. She took a picture with him. He was like, oh, I got to meet him. And so he got her, her username and re, reposted it. So she, oh. she feels internet famous. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, like that first time I got 500 views on a video. Yes. Yeah, I felt yes. internet famous. Or 500 upvotes on Reddit. Hey, you are internet famous if you get that many on Reddit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've since then demolished that. They, they've, <laughs> they're like, downvote, downvote, downvote. Um, no, no, I'm joking, though. I, a lot of our target audience likes to eat barbecue because it's Memphis, and so, yeah, you probably are down there. I still think it's worth it to go unless you know somebody with a tent, though. That is honestly the only way to go, because you don't, for those of you who don't know what Memphis in May is, it's a month-long festivities and barbecue fest. Long ago, used to, you could sample and buy, but now it's primarily for the teams to cook and compete. So unless you know somebody and have a, a vendor wristband, you don't really get to try all the cool barbecue. You can go pay for Corky's and a few places that are down there selling. Ugh. I, I know, but that's honestly the only way, unless you're a vendor, you're going to get barbecue down there. Yeah. Um, there is music. There's beer. There's, you know, the river. It's, it, it is a, a not a complete view, ways to go. But, but for those of you who are like, ooh, barbecue fest, I'm going to go try some amazing barbecue. No. You're going to be sorely happen. disappointed. You're going to smell it, but you're not going to taste it. Yep. Now, I know people with tents down there, just like I know people with tents at Italian Fest. And yeah, so. I could have I could have gotten to a vendor booth at Barbecue Fest if I wanted, but I really am not that interested in smelling like smoked pork for the entire day. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Man, I, I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm looking forward to Italian Fest. Is that this coming weekend? I think it's this next weekend. That sounds right. So, which is... I have my daughter, so we'll probably go down there, but I was hoping that it'd be on a weekend that I don't have my daughter so I could sit at my house and drive Uber and Lyft because it's literally two blocks from my house. Well, there's Zoo Brew this Friday. Oh, yeah. There's that, too. Where you can go and drink beer at the zoo and watch the animals throw crap at each other. We went to Brew Fest a few years ago, and it was the best, worst $80 we spent because oh, yeah. it was 40 bucks a ticket. They didn't have any food, so like I was, no. I was completely tanked in like thirty minutes. Because <laughs> they give you those little oh, two yeah. ounce cups, and you're going. I, I think I hit every beer vendor there, which was probably about a good fifteen or twenty at the time in thirty forty minutes, and I was, I was done. Like I was drunk. And Cody was no, that guy. I wasn't throwing shit. No, but you I wasn't that drunk. I wasn't that drunk. I've gotten that drunk where I threatened He's not to, that drunk. When He's I not... threatened to eat somebody in, in a, outside of a PH cafe in Midtown. Oh, I remember about that. You told me about that. Yeah. And if you're listening, I'm glad I didn't eat you. <laughs> the after St. Patrick's Day 2010. That person probably is too. Yep. 
anyway, uh, so today, guys, we're going to talk a little bit about Star Trek. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm a huge Trekkie. I think Adam is a huge Trekkie. And it really covers all the bases. Games, comics, movies, TV shows, even music, uh, Klingon. Um, I read the other day is uh, someone didn't know if they were more disappointed that their dad came in and yelled at them in Klingon or that he understood that he was a disappointment to the Empire. <laughs> I saw that post and I just died laughing at it. It was great. Stares at Klingon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love the old Klingons. I Which love ones? them. Because when you say it, next old, generation okay. and up, I I even like the ones from you know the original series. But I just the new ones are kind of eh, and they're not Klingon. They're weird bat people. Um, but I love the Klingons in the Next Generation. They're just they're, they're ridiculous. Next Gen DS Nine, a little bit of Voyager. Go, 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 go. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> I do know that production for Discovery started, or the second season of Discovery started either today or yesterday. Here's the thing I'm excited about with that, is that if they're smart, which they do have the original producers from Next Generation working on it, those guys were pretty on it, they're going to take all of that constructive criticism that came from the first season, and I think they're going to apply it in a positive way. I have faith in them that they're going to. Well, I mean, they finally dumped the spore drive. They brought, and all right, spoiler alert, major spoiler alert. So if you've not seen the end of Discovery. I haven't, but I don't care. All right, well, the original Enterprise shows up. The NCC-1701. It shows up. Um, you barely get a glimpse of it on camera. It's a distress signal. They decode the signal to get the reg ship's registration, and they say it's it's a distorted signal from Captain Pike. And that's how the episode ends. Um, for those of you who do or don't know, Pike was the captain of the Enterprise before Kirk, but um, Spock was on the Enterprise at that point in time. They have already shown images of what we're going to see the Enterprise look like, and it looks more like the retrofit than the original 1701. But you can definitely tell it is the Enterprise. They've not done this bastardization to it like they've done most of the other stuff in the series. Yeah, and well, going back to the original series with the first episode with Captain Pike, um, you know they had like those silvery glazed eyes over, or those yeah. eyes like, you know, this and this is just to show how committed they were. That was one, um, what is it? It was one contact with foil on top of it. Yep. With another contact on top of it, sandwiched in it, and they put that in their eyeballs. Yeah. That, oh. Yeah. They. they I were, can't imagine like. They were smart on that one. I, they were creative. On yeah, that so I'll, one. I'll give them that one, but that, that was not oh, very smart. Yeah, could you imagine the damage to your eyes? But you know, back then they also were like, "Oh yeah, go play that asbestos," you know. Yeah. Uh, lead-based paint. Lead-based ba lead paint, asbestos, all that you know. <clears throat> all the fun stuff. All the stuff that kids nowadays don't get. They have cast the actor for Pike, which they announced that before the end of Discovery's first season run. So he's out there. But the biggest question... Piking it up. Yeah, the biggest question is, who's going to be Spock? Um, are we going to see Spock? If they could get Zachary Quinto to do it... I'll be okay with that. But if they, but if they do that, that cements Discovery as the Kelvin universe. I don't think it would. It would. I don't think it would. It would. It would not. It would. It would not. Why? 
Because, even though it's two separate universes, everyone still looks the same. I understand that. But so, that's, that's what I'm saying. My opinion is if you put Zachary Quinto, that's just going to add more fuel to the fire. It may not cement it, but it'll add more fuel to the fire. It's the Kelvin universe versus I know. I just like timeline. Zachary Quinto as Spock. He's I do like really Zachary good. Quinto. I also like um, Carl Urban as Bones. Carl Urban is awesome in everything that he does. Dread. Dread. He is still pushing for Netflix to do a miniseries. Uh, I would like for Netflix to either pick that up as a miniseries, or I would love to see them pick up Almost Human. The show, oh my god, Fox. What's I'm about they, done they with They aired them. it out of order. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah, they did. They aired it out of order. Even in the order... It wasn't they... super noticeable, except between Urban and the other cop when their relationship, because like... All of a sudden, they're like almost dating, and then then they're like not, and you're like, what? I've come to the conclusion I I don't think Fox likes sci-fi. They do, but they don't. They do because they want a sci-fi show because all the other networks have sci-fi. Ooh, they've got sci-fi. They got sci-fi. We need sci-fi. All right, we've got it. Ooh, it's costing us how much? Do we really have to do this? Well, let's just fizzle it out. Yeah, I just. I was upset with that, and I was also upset with them this past week, which, really, it's of, it's of no consequence, but they, they canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, and then NBC and, picked it up. Well, you know why NBC picked it up, right? Yeah. Because well, Lorne Michaels is yeah. an executive producer on the show. Like, yeah. You know, that's, that's no problem, but that creates a problem as well, because the new girl in Brooklyn Nine-Nine exists in the same universe. And the new girl to- ended. This no. Is, this was its last season. Oh, seven is the last season? Yeah. Okay, well, that's fine then. Anyway, back to Star Trek. Yes. I'd like to see a young Janeway. You know, when she was more focused, and I was like, ooh, there's a star. Ooh, there's a star. Oh, yeah. So, back before she got a little whiny. Oh, God. Damn it, Chicotay. <laughs> Neelix, where's my coffee? Oh, poor Neelix. I actually liked the Neelix character. I did, too. I liked him. He was... At first, he was kind of skeevy, but then you found out he was good. Yeah, I it was just... He kind of had to do that to survive, but yeah, he, he actually was a good character. I didn't care... And people are going to yell at me. I didn't care for Kess. Oh, my God. I still don't care for Kess, but that's mostly because she's a... I think she, she's got some problems. Yeah, the act, even the actress, she... That's the reason she's not on the show anymore, is she was... After the, the show is over, no one's on the show anymore. I know. <laughs> Voyager's one of my favorites. Voyager, yeah, Voyager was really good. Um, People the, bash Voyager, and I'm like, it had to do what it did because we'd never done any of this stuff before. I think Mass Effect followed Voyager's lead when they came out with Andromeda, by the way. Yeah. Because they knew there was this chance that Voyager was going to suck and no one was going to like it, that they were oversaturating the airwaves with yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, because DS9 and Voyager at the same time. There was a decade there where there were two Star Treks on yeah. at the same time. Well, yeah. yeah, somewhere about a decade there, yeah. give or take a couple years. Um, but I think it was a smart place. Like, hey, we're going to cast them to the other end of the universe. If this show tanks and no one likes it, we'll just... We'll do an episode in DS9 where maybe they show back up out of nowhere. Or, you know, whatever. At most, we'll get two seasons out of it. But it it, was a really good show. It definitely had a very rough start. What was wrong with the Kazon's hair? It's kind of like dreads. It was like, no, it was Audred. 
Uh, yeah, it was and like, it looked like I think the I think that uh, the performer the weekend was just like, hmm. have you ever seen his hair? Yeah, I think he was watching. It's like that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think the weekend saw that was like, yes, but I like this hair. I felt that it, it once it once you got past season two or three is when it really found its stride and it had very amazing character development like next gen. I, oh yeah, I really feel that. Yeah, it had really good character development. Uh, the Doctor. Oh, love the Doctor. The Doctor was a mix of Data and Jordy, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, he, yeah, I could see that. Um, trying to was, become human. Yes, trying to become human. Uh, Barkley kind of came into his own. Barkley came in later, yeah, which was nice that they brought him from Next Gen into to Voyager in the later seasons. That was fun. But Barkley yeah. was finally a character that you could be like, all right, he's kind of weird, but we like him. Yeah, I like I like uh, Barkley and, um, let's see, the Doctor. Who else was on there? Uh, that half Klingon, half human girl. Belana Torres. My favorite, though, was, um, oh, God, he was the pilot. I can't remember his name. Thomas Eugene Paris. Yes. Tom Paris. Tom Paris. Love Tom Paris. I liked him until the end of the series, and it's not him. It's the way the showrunners went. He was a bad boy, then he was good, then he was a bad boy again, and then he then they made him good again on a redemption arc, and I just felt like the second evil twist was just stupid. Yeah. But, yeah. because if you watched it, what he did made sense. Um, but it was just one of those, I'm like, really? Y'all are going to make him a criminal again? Mm. So how do you... But the character was cool, and I liked his Captain Proton with, with Harry Kim and all that. That was, that was fun. I loved Harry Kim. Mm -hmm. They never promoted him until the damn they end of the show. The, they, they didn't like him. No. They Garrett did Wang, not no. like Garrett Wang, and I don't know if that's because he was from Memphis. By the way, for those of you who don't know, and like Voyager, the guy that played Harry Kim or Garrett Wang, yeah, Memphian. Or somewhat. For but the most his part. character is one of the most loved characters in that show. I know. I know. And they just didn't like promoting him. That was the running joke is, is, is Ensign Kim going to get promoted? Because he stayed at Ensign through like the whole show, but yet he was a senior staff officer. On a Ensign. side note of promotions in the uh, next generation when they all wanted a pay raise, they're like, we won't, you know, give you a raise, but we'll promote you, Will Wheaton. And Will Wheaton, his, from what I understand, his words were, yes, let me go tell my landlord, like, hey, I can't pay you more money, but I totally got promoted fictionally at work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, how do you feel that Star Wars, not Star Wars, Star Trek compares to other sci-fi series like Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica and Firefly and Red Dwarf and stuff like Star that? Star Trek is the more utopian view of the future. I would agree with that. I'm not saying that there isn't evil and bad in Star Trek, but if you look at it, it's it's what I'll mankind definitely went on this very positive came to this very positive yes. conclusion. But um, they don't deny their past because they will have some episodes that are kind of dark, and they'll yeah. talk about you know, hey, we had famine, we had war, we had disease, we were fighting and killing each other for years. Uh, I mean, they don't they don't do, and I'm probably going to offend some people. They don't do like today's society where, oh, this offends me, I need to erase it. Or we need to get rid of this, it needs to go away. They they go, look, this was a part of us. We're not going to forget that. Because once again, if you forget your history, you're doomed to repeat it. I mean, that's I know I paraphrased it pretty rough, but that's, that's a pretty yeah. common thing. But Star Trek likes to take the fact that we acknowledge that humanity has faults. And even 
even though there are other alien races, we can humanize them. And look, people as a whole, we have faults. But if we really want to, we can make things better. And this is a possible outcome. Um, because the tech in Star Trek is based on a lot of theoretical and actual science. They, well, they had a whole science research department yeah. for the series, for all of the yes. series in the 90s. They didn't originally. Yeah. Um, because the first or second season of Next Gen, they started having some like bad you could inconsistencies or like, no, that doesn't work that way. And then, you know, they people writing in, the next thing you know, they have technical consultants on all the Star Treks now. They, they to took a lot sure. of pride yeah. in their work. Um, I think that... Stephen Hawking was even a consultant. He was even in an episode or two. He was at the poker games. Remember? Yeah. Oh, I made, I made Cody cry. No, 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 I'm not crying. He's trying. There's something in his eye, everyone. He's trying not to... <laughs> but yeah, I, Star Trek has always been the what could be if everyone would... I'm not saying, you know be lovey-dovey and love, but if everyone come to terms with look we're all on this together yes there's disagreements but we can make this work we can make everything better if we focused and channeled our resources in the right direction whereas you know star wars all these others some of them go the post-apocalyptic and go a little too far but then there's some that hey this is probably how modern society is going to be Battlestar galactica things like that look you know there's evil people people are stealing there's this there's that there's corruption i get it I'm probably going to upset some people with what I'm about to say about Star Wars, but I feel like there's probably going to be a good bit of you that maybe agree with me with this. Um, I'm getting... A, I really wish that they would stop rehashing their story. Yeah. Star Wars, even, like, you can go back to the Knights of the Old Republic, you can go back to all the comics, all the books. It's getting to the point where, like, all the side characters are a lot better than the actual storyline now. Which is why I want to see the Lando movie, but not the Han mo movie. Yeah, yeah, I would I would see the Lando movie. And, and Donald Glover as Lando is such a great choice. I love that's the only reason Robert. I'm going to see the solo movie is because of, of the of Lando. Lando yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm... Like, and Amelia Clark, and she's cute. So. You know, it's just this whole back and forth, though. Like, oh, God, the, the Jedi Order is now reduced to one, two, three people. And they must rebuild it, and then... Ugh, sick of it but star trek for me i think has always been a very consistent show and i have a lot of respect for what gene roddenberry started over 50 years ago uh in a show having a you know a positive black role model on the bridge in a command role the first interracial kiss that was they wouldn't air that in certain cities i remember that that, that ultimately that's what got them canceled back in the day and it's sad that, that that was a thing but you know he Gene Roddenberry had a he I feel like he was a man way ahead of his time yeah cause even which I, I know he's passed but Roddenberry was one of the ones like I was getting at look yes there's problems but if we get down to the core of it people are people whether you're purple green four eyed two eyes one eye no leg no arm whatever we're all the same we all have and, the same hopes dreams and Kirk would try to have sex with any of it yeah, you know, you know, <laughs> he, was, he, he was he was a, he was a trisexual. Um, yeah, but, try anything. Yeah, <laughs> but if you think about it, though, Roddenberry really he saw it, and he he was pretty much like, "Look, we can we can honestly end this. We can we can do." He was trying to give hope for people and show them that look, just because you're this doesn't mean you're you're destituted, you know, or destined to to be 
nothing. Because, um, I mean, the big thing was he had Michelle Nichols, he had um, George Takai. I mean, you had minorities at the time in major roles, which was unheard of. One of the big things was is that he had a Russian character. But the character's not really Russian. He's not really Russian, but he had a Russian character yes. at the height of the Cold War. Oh, yeah. That, you know, that in its own was a big thing. Having a black character was a big thing. Having George Takai was a big thing. Even though George Takai wasn't out or anything back then. And George Takai, he, he pushed for it. Yeah. He, he has a story where he was at a pool party at Gene Roddenberry's, and he just swam over to, you know, Gene and said, hey, you know, maybe we should touch on this homosexuality thing. And, you know, Gene's just like, you know, hey, we're already pushing it. I just don't think people are there yet. And George Takai respected that. That's why he was upset when they he made... He was so upset with the fact that the they new made, Sulu is gay. I love that you knew that where I was going with that. Oh. Um, yeah, and he was. He was like... Yeah, he wasn't upset. He wasn't an asshole about it. He was just upset with the direction. He goes, George Takai is gay. Sulu is not. Yeah, and I think their intentions were good. I think they wanted... They, they wanted would, to pay homage to... Uh, to, to Takai, and, but he was right. He was like, hey, he's not gay. And that's ultimately what puts him in a different universe. But because, Yeah, and I'm sitting here going... Because no offense for, for the homosexuals, lesbian, gay, you know, LBGQ2, but... Here is a spokesperson. I'm going to throw him out there. He's a spokesperson for this this movement. This community, yeah. And he's... Yeah, community. I'm sorry, not movement. Community. And just, he himself is going, I don't have a problem with characters being gay, sexual, homosexual, and, and you know, in roles, but this character at the core is not. And he goes, I understand what they're trying to do, but you're just, and he said it, they're, they're putting one in to put one in. Yeah, no. and I don't mean that in a negative term by one. I mean he's, I just. Well, and he he went out and said, you know, this was not my friend's vision no. for no, and that was ultimately what he said. What that upset him because this is not this is this is not how Gene wanted it, and you know Gene wasn't against the you know the LGBTQ community or anything yeah. like that. He just you know that was his character, and you know so yeah, George Takei was a little upset about it, but. Um, if any of you don't already, but at least they didn't. Which Takei will agree with. At least they didn't push it. It was yeah. It was it was it was, it was very subtle. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, it's like hey, um, you know, I'm trying to make out with Kirk on the bridge. No, it was it was. Which I'm sure there's some fan fiction for that. For those of you who are into that, you can find it. Um, but it sounds like you maybe have a forum for people to go to for all Star Trek fan fiction. Shh. You want to plug that? No. You want to find Adam Star Trek fan fiction? Don't go on my name on there. You know who the hottest woman in Star Trek was to me? Do not say who I think you're about to say. Who do you think I'm about to say? Jerry Ryan. No, Gates McFadden. Uh, yes! Ha 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 Yeah, no. Gates McFadden, sir. Yes. Yeah. Beverly Crusher. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but for those of you who don't already, go follow George Sakai on Facebook. I don't know if you do. I do. I do. I love everything that he posts. And he posts so much. Facebook. I am following him on Facebook and Instagram. He's, he's amazing. Did you see what he posted yesterday about the royal wedding? Yeah. That was... That, that was, was funny. That was funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Gates McFadden. Man. Yeah. I, I don't care how old she is. I still have a thing for Gates McFadden. But, um... Lucky Picard. My wife really, really hated um, the Beta Zoe. And I 
Man, I just cannot. I'm just not remembering anybody. Deanna ever. Troy. Deanna Troy. Miranda Sirtis. Yes, she hated Deanna Troy because she thought she was so useless and also Captain Obvious. And yeah. she was, because like they'd be getting attacked, and she would go, "I sense they're being hostile." Yeah. I feel like Picard would just be like, "No shit, Deanna." Just... And what's funny is you don't find out till oh. I can't remember which movie it is. Um, not first guy. Generations, I think. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where she crashed the ship? No, I can't remember which one they crashed the ship in. But anyway, that she actually holds it. I mean, granted, you knew she was the counselor, but you and she was quote a senior officer. But you don't really find out her rank till then, and she's like super high rank, which floored me. And then she wrecks the damn Enterprise. <laughs> so the joke after that is, don't let women drive starships. Oh. <laughs> well, I thought it was funny just because it's the one time she's a the, sexist. Hey, I just thought it's funny you because know, you don't see any women really pilot. Can that I much. can I interrupt you real quick? You know, normally it's me putting my foot in my mouth. Yes, in I know. It's okay. Like I'm, you know, saying all types of things. I just thought the joke was funny because up until that point, there you really didn't see women pilot anything in Star Trek, you, and I thought it was don't. weird. You know. But it was funny because it's like, oh, we let Deanna have control for once and she wrecks the damn ship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right about that. I kind of think there was a female pilot. I can't remember her name. I didn't remember the character. Um, but yeah, so Star Trek. I love the Star Trek Doctor Who crossovers. The comics. The yes. comics that oh. with the Cybermen. And, yes, uh, yeah. I have those. I love them. They're, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Which, um... Are those, are those put out by Image or DCW? Honestly, I don't remember, but I think it's Image. Might be Image. I um, I was looking at a couple of them the other day, and I meant to go pick some up. I haven't been to the comic book store in a few weeks. and uh, uh, I tried to go on pre-comic day, but my God, it was so packed in there. I'd rather just go pay full price and not get a free comic than have to deal with that shoulder-to-shoulder nonsense. Yeah, it's, it's a mess. So, but... uh. Yeah, and those of you who read comics, or don't read comics, or whatever, just go pick up a, the Doctor Who crossovers. It's the Matt Smith Doctor Who, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, is it sad even David Tennant on paper would be cool? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> even David Tennant on paper is better. And there are some of those out there. And there's a Doctor Who David Tennant cartoon that was took place between a couple of uh, seasons. Um, so, and then there were some Star Trek games that had come out. There's obviously the MMO that just refuses to die, which I think is great, because at this point it's really kept alive by the fan base. I played it in the early beta, uh, phases, and... Yeah, don't don't you have a friend that has, like, a, like a, some sort of lifetime account? Yeah, he, he won, won a lifetime, he was a beta, me and him were both beta testers, um, so... Fury, if you're listening, because you obviously like to find weird podcasts. Are you friends with Nick Fury? No. No. Not Nick Fury. Um, he goes by Fury because he looks like Nick Fury from the comics. Not the Samuel L. Jackson version. Oh, okay. He, he can pull off a pretty good Nick Fury cosplay. Uh, more, more like a... Um, uh, not Hasselhoff, no. <laughs> not the Hoff. I wanted to make you say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, he goes by Fury. Um, Andrew or Drew uh, is his name, 
but yeah, he, he and I were both beta testers way back when, and he still plays, and he got a lifetime account, and I he's actually almost got me to go back in because they've changed so much. I periodically, probably a couple times I a year. I peek in on it. Yeah, I go download it and peek in on it, and I can play it on Xbox now, and um, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's still a pretty solid, good game. Uh, all the expansions that come out for it are free, which is nice. It's also free to download and free to play. Um, I remember when it when you had to buy it though. Yeah. But uh, it's still just a, it's just a good game, and the ship combat is so cool. It's not often that you get a MMO that breaks up the monotony of grinding. True. So, but uh, Adam is sending text messages right now. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Yes. To his girlfriend. Anyway. Um, also, we didn't bring beer today. And I want to apologize to you guys about that. Because I'm on call this week. So, naturally, I can't drink. And I don't want you to think I'm a doctor because <clears throat> I'm not. So, but... He is a doctor. Of computer work. Yes. I feel like, all right, at this He's point... He's a computer doctor. At this point, I kind of feel like I'm a computer nurse. <laughs> I'll babysit it while it dies. I will. <laughs> I will babysit it while it dies. Oh no, it's blue screen. You will live, damn it. Control, delete. Blue screen <laughs> means some. If anyone just sees a blue screen, it's like, oh my god, my computer's dying. No, he's got drive encryption turned on. Blue screen now is not as bad as it used to be. No, no. It's no. the black screen you don't want now. No, no. It's what you don't want is the click. Oh. You turn your computer on, and you, it's, it looks like it's on, and all you hear is... You know what that is. Mechanical drive failure. Mechanical drive failure. Which is getting... I think it's going to be rarer and rarer as people go to solid states. Do you see that deal on SSDs? Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. A little bit more about Star Trek. Worf is awesome. Yeah. Worf is always awesome. Um, I think Michael Dorn is just bored a lot. Yeah. And I loved him in Ted, too, by the way. <laughs> All these nerds. We just dress up like them to make them think we're one of us, and then they walk up to us and we make fun of them. Which I, is funny because the two of them played two of the nerdiest, uh, you know, characters in history, the Tick and... Oh, I know. <laughs> and War. So, I want another Star Trek movie. I do too. I think whether it's the Kelvin timeline or not, they're working on. They just started production. I know that got seriously de delayed because of. Um, well, the reason it got delayed is because Anton died. Check off. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And he was he in the last one? Mm -hmm. That's right. He died in the car. He had, he had a, a weird. Huge, well, he had a huge role in the last movie, and they were going to the. Which, the next movie that's coming out, this is not a spoiler because they've announced this. They were going to promote him on the sh on the movie and possibly spin him out of the, the Enterprise anyway. But they were going to promote him. Um, well, if they, were, if they do that, they could do... They could, but they now could, they can write it out to where he got promoted out and we just don't see him they again. They can Tarkin him. Yeah. But they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't know what they want to do. But the, the movie got delayed because he, was, he had such a big role in the last one. He was going to have a big role in the next one. Yeah, they had to delay it. But yes, it was. He died in a real weird kind of way. Car, literally, it, a three car a, accident. It, because, and what was funny is it was a known issue with Jeeps 
and I hate that this has to happen in a lot of situations, but it took I, and I hate it took a celebrity's death because they had the money, but it took took his death to sue this company to make it a recall because people had died of this. Lots of people. Remember reading is like eighteen deaths and That's it, like the Takata airbag issue killed yeah, somebody. It took his estate and family because of his money to sue FCA, which is the parent company of Jeep, to finally admit it was an issue and and they had to recall all these vehicles. Basically the vehicle could come out of park and roll over and kill you. Which it did with him. Yeah, because, he got out to check his mail. Yeah, and it uh, wedged in between the mailbox and the, yeah, yeah, man. So he's up under it and wedged. Yeah, so he couldn't breathe and he he suffocated basically. Yeah. So he had a combination of suffocation and internal hemorrhaging. Internal bleeding. Yeah. yeah, that is so terrible. I remember I remember being at work when I read about that. I should have been working, but yeah, um, yeah, that was that was very tragic, and it was it was a freak accident. I'm not used to celebrities dying in freak ways like that yeah it's always like drug overdoses or oddly natural causes so like years of drug abuse and then heart failure but um yeah keith richards will never die though no he's already been preserved i'm convinced <laughs> that death came by and he's like it's your time keith he goes do you want to do all these drugs with me like when someone says i've done all the drugs they're generally lying. There's something out there. Having a Keith Richards. He's done them all. He has done them all figuratively and literally and physically in his generalized <laughs> area. But love Keith Richards. And did you know that the Rolling Stones is the highest grossing band in history? Mm -hmm. On average, they bring in $132 million or something like that uh, per concert. And then they keep 60%. Well, Tess so. keeps most of theirs because Gene Simmons owns it. Yeah. Random, random. I don't know. I know, I know. How about some tech news? Tech news. I haven't looked at anything this week, actually. I've been busy mapping printers to individual workstations <laughs> and teaching people shapes. Well, um, I'm going to get into that. The only thing I've really got is, for those of you frugal gamers, which you'll enjoy this. Yes. You'll enjoy this, but hate this at the same time. Uh, well, I actually got two pieces of news. Toys R Us is at 30 to 40% off on their video games. <gasps> um, I hit up the Wolf Chase location. It is literally wiped out except for Xbox One games, and that was going quick. Um, I have found that inventory varies from location to location. I'm seeing that some stores are very heavily picked over. Others aren't. That's because they had bullshit sales for like the last month and a half. I'm well, they, they finally went to, to 30 to 40% on video games. It's been 5% up until this point. Um... But I am seeing from re reports online that the amount of and content is drastically varying from location to location because some of them are selling out very quickly, some of them aren't. And then supposedly starting Monday, this is a rumor from one of the liquidators, is that it's going to 50% on video game software. Um, so you might want to go out there and hit up some Toys R Us uh, as soon as you can. Second, this is a sad note for Frugal Gaming. Best Buy Effective Friday killed the GCU program, the Gamers Club Unlocked. For those in the unknown, Gamers Club Unlocked was $30 for two years, and it got you 20% off I am new so games. glad I did not buy that a month ago when I Wait, was... wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. There's, yeah, I'll explain. It's 20% off new games, strategy guides, select accessories, and they give you coupons throughout the year for special promos. You also get first dibs at some stuff. 
you can no longer, they started killing, uh, two weeks ago, you couldn't order it online. Then last week, you couldn't order online and started having issues in store. Then Friday, they officially killed it. No new subscriptions. But for anyone who does have it, it is valid to the end of your subscription date. I signed up in February, so I'm good for two years, essentially, um, unless they change their mind. But as of right now, they are honoring all GCUs to the end of their subscription date. Well, you know who I'm calling when I need a new game. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> so, for those of you who have one that hasn't expired, cool. If not, partner with someone because you are allowed three of a title on your account um, per system. So, say you bought three copies of Call of Duty on Xbox One. All right, then you can go buy three copies of Call of Duty on PlayStation. Yes, I'm saying it that way on purpose. Uh, PlayStation 4. You're limited to three titles. Um, there are some stores where you can get them to override it. It's a, your mileage may vary, but usually you can get a max of three titles to get the discount. It does track. Um, so, if you've got a couple friends and, and you know you don't all play the same game styles, go for it. Or if you have different systems, like one's on Xbox, one's on PlayStation, go for it. You're, you're fine. Um, but it is pretty neat, so if you do have someone partner with them. The rumor, though, is that it's getting replaced into their total tech uh, package which is 119 for two years and also gets you discounts on warranties other products we're waiting to see because best buy has still not done a massive announcement other than a few twitter things and a few emails that they've leaked so it's interesting we're still waiting to see what the final fallout of this is um the rumor is is because amazon doesn't do as many 20 percent off new releases anymore and stuff like that so it's it's interesting well you know you got to think about this too if you've actually seen what the uh what they pay for games initially they pay about 18 bucks a pop and then they mark it up to 60 not anymore the margin is a lot smaller on is it has it gotten smaller i just remember i think those of us in the video game industry and i don't mean me I mean, those who are actually in the industry, analysts and everything, they're going, they're thinking, because if you've noticed, Steam sales aren't as deep. Uh-uh. No. Um, Humble Bundle and all those, they're, they're not as good as they used to be. The consensus is that developers are not as willing to take price cuts anymore because the gaming is, is a multi-billion dollar industry, and it's still big, it's still huge. But the budgets to build these games now are just getting so large that developers are not wanting to take as big a financial cut anymore um so the markup at store level is not that high so the, the rumor is is that the developers are behind this because they're not wanting to take a cut as early you are still seeing price drops on the games at a per, pretty consistent cycle of about four to six months you'll see them do a pr initial price drop that's not a sale it's a price drop but you're not seeing as many sales and it's coming back to the fact that we think developers are not wanting to take as big a hit anymore well, you're starting to see a lot of partnering up as well because you know Activision and Blizzard are now together. And that oh, that's that's a, a big shitstorm right now because the new Call of Duty is showing up in the Blizzard launcher. Yeah. And for the longest of time, for those of you who don't know, Blizzard used to be its own company, and then Activision, Vivendi, um, and one other company merged way back in the early 2000s. And at that time, everyone pitched a fit, but they swore up and down it would be managed separately. It would be, obviously at the top it would be all controlled, but it would still be Blizzard can do what they want unless we just see them going out of control. But it was pretty much Blizzard can do their own thing. Well, recently the preloader and everything has been showing up in the Blizzard software. People are pitching a fit 
because they're like, well, Blizzard could always be separate. Well, I am of the mentality that the Blizzard launcher software is, is a great backend, so why don't they use it? So I can see Activision Blizzard trying to make a, a unifying platform, but everyone keeps thinking that this means Activision is now forcing Blizzard to do things. I really well, you don't know, think it's that way. Act- I think Activision is probably now stepping into the realm of wanting to take Steam on as a digital yeah. content provider. Same with EA. Yeah, same with EA with their Origins. Origins and, yeah. Which I, I think the Origin platform is a very good platform, honestly. It's 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 a little buggy, but they have great deals. You got yes. their own the house every month, which generally are loaded with games I don't want to play, but uh, some of them will some play some play. of them are good because I've yeah. gotten a pretty decent Medal Medal of Honor Airborne. Uh, oh, that's right, that was free. Yeah, yeah, I got that, and my personal favorite is Jade Empire. That's my favorite yeah. on the house game that I've gotten because that's Bioware's Forgotten Gem. Yeah. It was. Um, not to mention, EA Access is actually a pretty good platform. They're cheaper than everybody else, and you get access to the vast majority of your favorite EA games. But yeah, you're starting to see people pull out from Steam. There, there's not as many. I think they're wanting to compete. And why? And why would why would they stay with Steam in an age like this? Used to Steam was a go-to because Steam streamlined their digital content delivery for small developers, big developers, everybody, and they took a small cut. Yeah. Uh, so it makes sense that you would do that, but now it's getting to the point where you have uh, Ubisoft Club, you've got EA Origin, you've got EA Access, you've got you know the Blizzard stuff, you've got Active, you've got so many individual. It's kind of like streaming services. Yeah, and well. there you're starting to see fewer and fewer Steam compatible versions of stuff. Uh, whereas in mm-hmm. the past, it came out on both. You could get it for Steam or through their their own. But you're starting to see less. And I'll be honest, Valve is no. People are going to yell at me for this, even though they're announced a new title. Um, Valve is not a software company anymore. No, they're not a developer anymore. They are, but they aren't. I think their last title they came out with was Left 4 Dead 2? No, they had something more than that, but it might be. But oh, they, they bought someone's mod? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But okay. they've, got a, they've got a sequel <laughs> coming out to something. It's just not a not a threequel, a sequel, because Valve can't count to three. Um... At this point, I think they're just gun-shy on, on Half-Life 3. Well, well, the only problem is at this point, and people can argue with me, well, one, the original source code for Half-Life 3 has been leaked twice. The story for Half-Life 3 has been leaked once. It's kind of turning into Duke Nukem. It's it's vaporware that that isn't vaporware, but it's going to come out, and it's never going to live up to expectation. I think what they could do, though, with Half-Life is... Go well, he says a mod. Released as a mod, or go the route of a prequel. Yeah. Because I would love to know more about the G-Man. Yeah. So, we'll never get Half-Life 3. We'll never get Left 4 Dead 3. Um, it's just... Left 4 Dead 3 shouldn't even be that hard. No. The game literally has no story. It does, but it doesn't. Yeah, it has the character the, story. The, the, yeah, the, the level the, episode. The bio. Hey. <laughs> I would love a new Left 4 Dead. So much so. With, with both of the first two on it as a kind of a feature we should play that tonight i just reloaded my computer <laughs> i don't have a mic on my computer i'm a, I'm a heavy console gamer me too now so. or as my my co-worker calls me a console peasant eh. master race is one thing consoles are another yeah well you know who else calls themselves the master race Oh, <laughs> there's Cody's insert mouth open foot moment. No, it's not. 
Nazis suck, dude. <laughs> yeah, but all the computer people are now going to be mad. You call them Nazis. Fine. See? PC enthusiasts. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It's not like our fan base is super wide right now anyway. So I, can kind of okay. I can kind of get away with this shit. That's okay. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, man, that's the only thing I've really seen in tech news recently. Um, yeah, I've not seen a whole lot. Um, other than that, um, people look out for fishing. E3. E3's coming. Yes. I forgot about that. I tell you, we got tickets. Are no. you going? No. Oh. Like, hell yeah, I'll call in soon. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I would too. Like, I would go there just for the gift bag. Yes. Just for the... Oh, what would you... I got PSVR, I got this, I got that. I don't even know what this other stuff is. One year they gave out Xbox One S's. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder... I'm going to look into this. We're not going this year, but next year, we're making it happen, as long as it doesn't happen on the same weekend as my friend's wedding. Because then then I'm just going to be like, sorry, Brandon, I'm... (laughs) E3 wedding! Yeah. We're going E3! Oh, man, that'd be hilarious. He's loving it. Um, E3's coming up. Uh, ooh! Nintendo Online is happening. Um, that's not a thing yet? No. They're actually doing an online service for the Switch. I want a Switch so bad. Um, it I, is... I love their pricing structure. I love their pricing structure. It is $20 a year per person. Or... Or... Oh, it's a family plan, isn't it? The family plan is 35 a year, and it's up to, I think, seven people on the account. See, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get a Switch. And you know what makes me really happy is that I really feel like Nintendo is now a game company. Again? Again. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The Wii was cool. The Wii U was whatever, I guess. But GameCube is when they fell off the bandwagon. And I don't mean that in a bad way because the Purple Lunchbox had some amazing titles. But They had kick-ass exclusives yes but they were very very unfriendly to third-party developers yeah they were and then the Wii didn't make it easy well they the, the they Wii opened w- it back up but then you had crap it was it was all ooh, let's let's play the, the game of wiggle the controller um i love that the the uh the switch has just come into its own it's yes and i love that i can take it with me yeah it's it is, but it isn't really competing against the others. It's interesting. It doesn't have to because Mm-mm. it's good enough to run everyone's favorite games that they're playing now. Yeah, it's uh, got some amazing ports on it already. Yeah, yeah, Elder Scrolls. I think they're working on Fallout mm-hmm. right now because yeah. uh, that'll probably be the selling point for me. Are those two? Because um, I've just been looking for another reason to buy Elder Scrolls Five for the ninth time. I was about to say for about the. Millionth time for you. You know what? I saw it go on sale for twenty bucks, and I didn't get it because my credit card got stolen. Oh. Yeah, I got an alert on my phone. It's like, hey, you just bought twenty-seven dollars worth of gas. I'm like, not from here. I didn't. You're like, womp womp. I shut that shit off immediately. But yeah, Nintendo's finally back in the game, and they finally are understanding this online. I do. Oh, and here's the thing about their online. Um, you know, the Switch can't back up your saves. I did not know that. You cannot back up your saves on the Switch. There's no way to export them. There's no way to back them up. You can with the online service. It offers cloud backup. So if oh, you're, good. Because in the past, if your Switch died, your save file was done. That was it. Because it's tied to that Switch. Yeah. Even if it's on the, the SD card or whatever. No. It had to, it had to authenticate against the Switch. Yeah. yeah well, now, cloud backup 
So if you go to another switch or yours dies or whatever, you can now take the saves with you. Nice. They're not tied to the console. That's amazing. They are tied if you don't have the online service, but if you, I'm, and I'm like 35 bucks a year versus the 60 Sony and Microsoft are charging. I do think it'll start to go up once once they start oh, to yeah. see. Um, they are offering NES classics free right off the bat for their service, um, and there's a whole bunch coming, but it's interesting. So, as we're about to wrap up, I want to go through uh, what's what's free on PlayStation Marketplace this this month. Uh, Rayman Three and Beyond Two Souls. Okay. Uh, for X for you Xbox One gamers out there, I believe it's Assassin's Creed Unity, uh, Unity, yes, Vanquish, and Metal Gear Solid, yes. And we, funny story about that, I actually just traded that in last last month for eleven bucks at a uh, Best Buy, and then this month I was like, oh, you get it back for free, woohoo, woohoo. So you got paid to keep the game. I got paid to keep the game. <laughs> in my opinion. Not my favorite installment. I I didn't get like halfway through it. Which one was it? Five. Yeah, Phantom Pain. Yeah. And just honestly, they're not as good anymore since Kojima's not. Well, Kojima, that was the last one Kojima did. And yeah, but it, you could tell he was on his way out. Yeah, it was just like he. You could tell he really phoned it in. You want to know how I know that? Because the cutscene wasn't an hour long. Yeah. Yeah, he really phoned it in, and which I think that's a little sad because that's his baby. Um, that's that's everyone's stealth game, baby. So before we go, is there a game that's about to come out that you're excited about? Uh, not right now. Um, aside from, I was I was oddly excited for Call of Duty Black Ops Four because you know I have that fond hatred of Call of Duty oh, games. I know. Uh, then I found out that it may not actually have a campaign, and then I was. You were done. I was done. Because that's the only reason I play any Call of Duty game. Because I'll give them that. They make an incredible campaign. But they make, for my opinion, a not a very good multiplayer game. And I know there's a lot of you out there that play it. But it's it's watered down. You 12 Prestige already? No, because never mind. I'm just going to keep... See, I don't play it. I just, I just know Prestige. I'm going to keep it to myself. Um, <laughs> they brought on Prop Hunter... Prop Hunt, which they did it wrong. <laughs> I got you. It's, they just did mannequins. Oh. It wasn't like, ooh, that person's a lamp. And those of you who don't know what Prop Hunt is, um, let, you know what? Let me sum it all up for you. So the Call of Duty mode where you shoot your way up to a new gun has a uh, Counter-Strike mod called Gun Mod. It was really cool back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and then the Prop Hunt, that is a mode in Gary's mod. Yep. And man, just... Even if you have a crappy computer, you can go download Gary's Mod and play that, and it's a lot more fun. I can I haven't even played the Call of Duty one, but I can tell you now it's a lot more fun. So for me, it's Detroit Become Human comes out this coming Friday. Yeah, it's a, it's a David Cage game. I've always liked those. So, and I wore the mess out of the demo. I mean, I wore the mess out of it. You wore it, or you wore it out? I wore it out. I, I didn't know if you just took the demo. I was like, I'm gonna wear this today. I might have if it was, <laughs> if it was a shirt. If it were a shirt. Yeah. So, yeah, I um, I really just haven't just gotten excited about games and, like, new games coming out in a while. I've got God of War and I still haven't played it. That Yeah, see, that's one of the I'm things. I'm still doing Monster Hunter. It's, I'm just, it's taking over. You know, and I'm just at a point right now, I'm just trying to pay off all my debts and stuff. I just don't really just have the money to go out and buy new games, so I don't even look I'm at it. Now, Fallout 4, when it came out, I obsessed about it. 
Oh, I know. I didn't get it. I know. Until a couple years after it came out. But I promise you, I avoided spoilers like the fucking plague for two years. Yeah, Cody would run around with his fingers in ears. No, 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 no. No, no, I don't need to know that. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, I'm going to play that now. Yay. I'm so glad. <laughs> I don't know what there's left for me to find. But no, I, no. I still find stuff. See, see. I still find stuff. Um, exactly. I've been, I really want to get Monster Hunter. I know I've been saying that for a while. I'm just waiting for it to go on sale. Um, you get it on PS4, I'll play. Well, when I get a PS4, I'll let you know. Okay. If I'll I tell get, you what, if you buy a PS4, I'll buy you the damn game. You'll buy me the game if I get a PS4? Yes. Uh, can we work that the other way around if I buy the game? No, 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 no. No, no, I'm paying off bills and all that stuff. Anyway, y'all don't want to hear about that shit. Um, <laughs> other than that, guys, yeah, adulthood. Uh, take it easy. We uh, appreciate you listening. Um, I know I said this last time, and I've just been too busy to do it, but at some point there will be a Facebook page. Woohoo! Actually, it'll be... Book of Faces. Yeah, it'll be a Book of Faces. It'll be a Jazz Hands Facebook page with a Thumbsticks and Bottle Caps, uh, I guess you would say, fan page group or whatever. Sure. Um, so there'll be that, and uh, you guys be on the... I'll let you guys know. Uh, you can also catch us on uh, iTunes, uh, Pocket Cast, Anchor. Uh, most of them, I'm working on getting us on Google Play. Um, we will be doing the Wednesday night... Um, what is it, live stream of uh, either PUBG or Rainbow Six Siege. Look for that on Mixer. Uh, that is called the Thunderdome. Yes, the Thunderdome. Alrighty. Shockingly not taken. Really? Shockingly not taken. That's funny. I made that and I was like, holy shit, I get that. But you know what? My character's names in most MMOs I play is Cyril Figgis. Like, not like some weird... Ones and, you know, weird use. I mean, Cyril Figgis. If you watch Archer, you know. Right? Yeah. Anyway, you guys take it easy. I appreciate you listening. I think Adam does too. Oh, also, if you need your eyes looked at, just figure out where Adam works and he'll look at them. Um, <laughs> talk to you guys later.